Today is Monday, October 10th, 2022. Polls indicate a red wave in November. PayPal threatens to fine users $2,500 for misinformation. And the White House cleans up Biden's Armageddon comments as Armageddon begins due to the White House's incompetence. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. If Republicans win, the communists lose, the globalists lose, the deep state bureaucrats lose, the Silicon Valley censors lose, the corrupt fake news lose, the media bosses lose, and the rhinos lose, the rhinos are no good. But America wins, and America wins very big. That's right, the rhinos. In many ways, they're worse than the Democrats, the radical lefts. Happy Columbus Day, Columbus Day, baby, the greatest explorer ever, a Christian, a brave man, and the person who was so integral to the founding of America that we literally named our nation's capital after Christopher Columbus. Do not believe the leftists who sob and scream and cry salty tears about a guy from 500 years ago who lived inside of the value system and the traditions of 500 years ago, who was a deeply brave, committed Christian who went out and found a new world. We wouldn't have America today if it were not for Christopher Columbus. So thank you, Christopher Columbus. And also, the reason why they hate Christopher Columbus is because they hate America. They don't like America. They wish America was never founded. America is the biggest problem for the commies in the world. We're the only thing standing between them and total global domination. And it's always been that way because the communists, the statists, the Nazis, they're all essentially the same thing. They're bootlicking authoritarians who want to crush and destroy your civil liberties and your civil rights. The bravery and inspiration, the Christian inspiration that led Columbus to set sail and to discover this great land is the same principles, the same morals that were eventually woven into our constitution and became the cornerstone of our founding documents. And so this is why they hate America. This is why they hate Christopher Columbus. And you should celebrate Christopher Columbus. Now, BLM took it upon themselves with uh, their best friends, Antifa, to go and topple multiple Christopher Columbus statues. I think that we have a clip, actually, that we put up on uh, Twitter. We can go get it uh, of the statues toppling and then a very, very uh, inspiring clip. And this show is an inspiring show. This is going to be a show that has uh, a great deal of optimism and joy and happiness. We are 29 days away from saving this country. So we are going to lean into that. We're going to put our pedal to the metal. There's darkness happening in the world, and there is always light to counter that darkness. And so we are going to put the pedal to the metal. we got a lot of wood to chop on this show, so we're going to get into it. But uh, ALX, um, uh, uh, let's let's pull the Columbus clips. And then also the, um, the Italians in Philadelphia that defended their Columbus statue. I want to play that on the show today. Um, I'm back in the studio, so now I feel compelled to ask for clips. As usual, we are back inside of the Benny studio in Tampa, Florida, after a week of going on TimCast's show, TimCast broadcast out of the greater D.C. area. Uh, we were really excited to go on that show. It's got like 500,000 views. We were, we were th thrilled to be invited on TimCast for the first time. We did a couple of speeches. We had a couple of business meetings. Uh, my wife's grandparents, so the great-grandparents great of uh, my children, uh, got to meet them for the first time. 
first time. We went to Delaware. We filmed some incredible content in Delaware about Brandon Falls and Joe Biden's uh, special wall that he has built for himself inside of his private neighborhood. And so we have lots of content for you, and we will be releasing that today, actually, beginning today. And so we went out. We filmed a lot. We even went uh, to Washington, D.C., and filmed the homeless encampments right beside the White House. Do you know that homeless people literally camp on the White House grounds? Do you know that the Democrats haven't even bothered to fix the White House facilities that they burnt to the ground in the real insurrection there uh, in May of 2020? Now, ladies and gentlemen, we will show it all to you, and we are doing quite a few things from the road, so expect us to be on and off inside the studio and out. Uh, it shouldn't make it shouldn't make much of a difference, hopefully, uh, to you, but to us, obviously, it's a lot more comfortable to be in the studio than inside of a uh, inside of a hotel room or uh, some closet somewhere in an Airbnb. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are happy to be home, and we are happy looking at the media landscape and the polling landscape for Republicans before the midterm elections. It looks like it's not going to be a red wave. It looks like it's going to be a red tsunami. It looks like it's going to be a massive red uh, 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 tidal wave that absolutely and completely destroys the Democrat party for a generation. We are excited about it. They weren't supposed to win the Senate Republicans and Mitch McConnell's done everything in his power to keep us from winning the Senate. Yet here we are. We weren't supposed to win the house in such massive, uh, in such massive, Okay, we're getting the <laughs> we're getting the Columbus uh, footage, but ALX is having to bleep some of them because of the Patriots in Philadelphia, the Italian Patriots defending their Columbus statue from Antifa. So, ladies and gentlemen, w w just get ready. Uh, this is a very special. This will be a very special uh, celebration of Christopher Columbus on the show. We are celebrating on this show because we are seeing things trending in the right direction, according to the Daily Mail. Our first story here: Republicans could pick up two seats in Arizona and Nevada where they're not supposed to win. They weren't supposed to win. These are Democrat incumbents. These are flips. But ladies and gentlemen, it's looking great. Projections show GOP with a 52-48 majority in the upper chamber in the 2022 midterms. Why? Because Joe Biden is destroying the Democrat party. They weren't planning on this. They weren't planning on it, but here we are. Joe Biden destroying the Democrat party. Let's begin. Joe Biden is gross, like just, 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 crumbling the party itself. And even ABC News is essentially saying, yo, uh, jo Joe Biden, stay off the campaign trail because you are actually sending this party to the grave. We won't have a party after this presidency. Here's ABC News corporate media pleading with Joe Biden to stay off the campaign trail. And Terry, 30 days to the midterms, less than a month ago, the Democrats were feeling pretty hopeful about their chances. Do you still get that sense? Nope. I think the air went out of that <laughs> balloon in, in part because, look, the economy is so tough for so many people. Food prices, rent spiking. If they've got retirement funds, those are evaporating. And even the issue of abortion, which did drive several special elections and that remarkable referendum result in Kansas, uh, while there are millions of people for whom that will be the number one issue, I just think the economic headwinds are so tough. Uh, and, and Biden is he just doesn't have the oomph as a candidate anymore. People don't really want him around and he can't really make his case that, that I, I don't think the Democrats are in any better place.
Okay, so the, the they don't have the oomph. Democrat uh, Democrat candidates around the country, inside of crucial swing states, are declaring to Joe Biden, "Do not come here." But this is how poisonous this White House is. This is how much of a job we have done in destroying the political capacity of Joe Biden and this White House by doing the show every single day. And we thank you for subscribing. We thank you for watching every single day. This is our reward. This Monday, I was like, man, we are we are we are gonna go. We're gonna do a positive show on Monday. We're gonna give people something to be uplifted about this Monday. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Katie Hobbs who is running a nightmare of a campaign in Arizona, essentially saying, uh, you know, I don't want Joe Biden to come within a thousand miles of my state. Please, it's bad enough that I'm going to get my ass kicked by Carrie Lake, somebody who has never run for political office before. Please, Joe Biden, do not collapse down the stairs or ride your bicycle and fall directly into my campaign and blow up the stage and blow up our speakers and collapse our lives. Please stay away. It's Katie Hobbs on, uh, uh, on, on Meet the Press or whatever on Sunday morning. Watch. Do you identify yourself with the Biden economic administration, economic plans and inflation fighting plans? And if so, would you invite the president to campaign along your side in Arizona? Uh, I'm focused on the race here in Arizona and the needs of Arizonans. It's a race between myself and Carrie Lake and uh, and the, the ideas that we're bringing to the table. Uh, please, uh, 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 Joe Biden, uh, please stay uh, the hell away from me and my campaign. Never, ever come to Arizona, please. Uh, OK. Welcome to the month of October. We are one month away from the midterm elections, and that means that The Benny Show is on the road. We are giving speeches, we are making documentaries, and we are attending events to help elect freedom fighters all across the nation. Now, what does that also mean? It means that we are going to be inside of places with vectors for germs, airports, airplanes, public bathrooms, things like that. You end up getting sick when you're traveling as much as we are right now. And so that is why we never leave home without our Healthy Cell. Healthy Cell is the next generation of dietary supplements. If you take supplements in pill form, now is the time to change. Studies show that you do not absorb the nutrients in pills. Actually, a 165% more absorption is found in Healthy Cell. It's a gel, it tastes great, and you're getting the nutrients that you need to stay healthy and keep going on the road. We have got to perform. We want to save this country, and that is why we trust Healthy Cell. Healthy Cell is a multivitamin that does the job right and tastes great, and it keeps you going. Visit HealthyCell.com backslash Benny. That's HealthyCell.com, and use the code Benny for 20% off your first order. HealthyCell.com backslash Benny. She was asked the same thing about abort. By the way, this is like, this is, this is... And they say this, and they said in the last segment, how, oh yeah, abortion is going to be a major motivator for people in the midterms. Well, you're going to have to show me the polling that actually demonstrates that. You're going to have to show me the actual results in 2022 that somehow demonstrated that this was an incredible motivating factor. I can show you polls that say that Katie Hobbs' opinion on abortion is actually so extreme that is going to repulse 90% of the electorate who do not believe that abortion should be legal at any point and every point in the pregnancy. Now, this isn't the number one issue that conservatives want to run on. This is clearly a legal issue that was decided in the courts and then can be decided inside of your own state's legislatures. 
But here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Katie Hobbs saying that there should be no limit on when abortions can happen. This is the this is the siren call of the Democrat Party. This is, and we've told you this, it's a cult of death. This is the, what they are running on, heading into the midterm elections, saying, yes, murder children up to any point in a pregnancy. Go. What would the Hobbs administration's weak limit be for abortion access? If it's not 15 weeks, what is it? Look, abortion is a very personal decision that belongs between a woman and her doctor. The government and politicians don't belong in that decision. We need to let doctors perform the care that they are trained and take an oath to to perform. So if an Arizona voter were to conclude from your previous answer that you do not favor any specific weak limit on abortion, would they be correct? I support leaving the decision between a woman and her doctor and leaving politicians entirely out of it. There we go. Leaving politicians entirely out of it, which is essentially what she's saying there when she's agreeing with the Supreme Court, because the Supreme Court said the exact same thing. If you want to pass a law about abortion, pass it. The Supreme Court says we're not politicians. We're going to decide what is legal. And there is absolutely no right inside of this document called the Declaration of Independence, the Founding Bill of Rights. There are no rights to murder someone. In fact, the opposite is true. The right to life exists inside of our founding documents. And as the Supreme Court, which is meant to uphold, purely uphold the rights that were given to you by our founding, that were given to you by God, they're your natural rights. Well, then we are not going to allow you to murder at will. There is no right to an abortion inside the Constitution. Take it up with your state legislatures and take it up with your local officials. Katie Hobbs wants to be a local official. Katie Hobbs wants to be the governor of Arizona. And we just thought, I was like, like Katie Hobbs had such a bad weekend. So she won't debate Carrie Lake. She won't answer if she wants Biden to come campaign with her. She's down five points in the polls. All polls are showing Republicans sweeping in the House, sweeping in the Senate. And we're going to get to a couple of different races here. But we just had to just savage Katie Hobbs for a moment here because she had such a bad weekend. She had such a miserable weekend. She was asked on stage inside of a friendly Democrat forum. Okay, this isn't Carrie Lake debating her. She refuses to debate Carrie Lake. This is inside of a Democrat forum. She was asked, what do you like about Latinos? You know, there's a lot of Latinos in Arizona. You know, they like there's like millions of them that came over the border. There's just a lot of Latinos that live there legally. It's a border state. It happens to be very close to Mexico. It borders Mexico. There's a lot of Latinos on this show. There's Royce. Royce is back running the but Royce is back running the show. Royce, say hi to the people. Sweet Royce was married a couple of weeks ago. We're very, very happy to have Royce back in his sweet shirt. You can find that shirt at the Benny store. You can also find our Tucker Carlson is King shirt at the Benny store. Ladies and gentlemen, we covered a lot of the Kanye interview last week. Royce is Cuban. Royce is a Latino. So I wonder what will be Royce's response. To this clip, now, I can find a couple of things I like about Latinos, for instance, but not limited to the fact that I chose a like majority Latino city, essentially, to live in in Tampa Bay. I love Royce doing our show. I can say a lot of nice things about Royce. And so can his wife. Again, shout outs to Royce. Get married, baby. This is the community we're building here on The Benny Show. Can Katie Hobbs, who's running for a state 
To be their governor, to be their executive of a state, that is a ton of Latino. I don't know exactly what the breakdown of Latinos in Arizona is, but it's super high. It's very high. Can she say anything nice about a Latino? Let's listen to Carrie. Um, let's listen to Katie Hobbs. What do you like about Latinos, Katie? Tell us. Let me ask you, how has it impacted you personally? What have you learned, specifically learned from the Latino community? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I don't necessarily uh, think about it that way in those terms. I think um, I really value uh, my relationships across the board with, um, with, with, with different folks. And, um, and I learn all the time from, from people uh, in my life. My sister-in-law, um, she is uh, Latino and uh, her family uh, I love hanging out with them and uh, practicing my Espanol un uh, poquito. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I just, it's, um, I learned so much from, from her family, uh, but I think um, it, it's really hard to separate out Arizona and subtract Latino culture because it's so much a part of who we are as a state. And, um, and I, and I, um, I, I, I Okay. Thank you, Jesus, for um, such bad candidates on the left. Like, imagine if they had competent candidates. Like, imagine if Joe Biden could speak English. Imagine if Kamala Harris could speak English. Imagine if Hillary Clinton didn't exist. Like, you, you might not have ever had President Donald Trump. Thank you, Katie Hobbs. What do you like about Latinos? Uh, in a poquito, Espanol, it's hard to say what a Latino is. I don't know. Do you know? That I have had lots and lots of Botox, and uh, maybe I just like being home with my cats and watching tr and listening to true crime podcasts. <sighs> I'm a deeply unhappy person. I don't like you. So do you have anything nice to say about Latinos? Ah, nervous laughter. <laughs> <laughs> She's so good. It's so fun to watch her destroy herself. Meanwhile, Carrie Lake is vacuuming. That's right. Carrie Lake is up on the vacuum. She's up on the Hoover over here, putting down uh, some some uh, spotless. She said, we called up her staff. We said, what is this photo? This is from last night. Donald Trump was in Arizona last night. We have clips from that in just a moment. Uh, here's a photo of Carrie Lake. This is the person running against Katie Hobbs. She's vacuuming the red carpet. For when Donald Trump gets in, they were out in the middle of the desert. They were in Mesa, Arizona, right? They were in like this big uh, you know, desert, right, in Arizona. So they're out in the middle of the desert. You can see there they're in a desert environment. That A lot of Arizona is a desert environment. The majority of Arizona is a desert environment. And she wanted to make sure that the red carpet was clean for the photos. So Gary Lake, Gary Lake went out with the old vacuum, the old Hoover, and just said, hey, it's up to me. Now, what did, uh, what did, I said it was servant leadership. I called up my uh, contacts on Carrie Lake's campaign and they said, yo, she just wanted it to be spotless. She wanted to respect the office of the president of the United States. 
This is the uh, respect for the office of the president of the United States, right? So you have Donald Trump who's going to roll through. And this is just us respecting the office. Says the office of Donald Trump behind it. So Kerry Lake, according to my sources, just said, yo, I'm just going to pitch in to help. Kerry Lake went out and just absolutely crushed it in this uh, in this speech. We have the highlights uh, for the Trump speech and for the Kerry Lake speech coming up. But this just shows you a different model, right? So this is Kerry Lake, who actually, according to uh, her campaign, used to work when she was like in college, when she was, you know, she came from nothing. She came from complete poverty. She was born on, onto a farm, family of nine children. Carrie Lake worked as a maid. Carrie Lake worked cleaning stuff, uh, cleaning stuff up in hotels. Uh, according to our source in the campaign, who told us like an earful about how like, yo, she's not above servant leadership. She's not above serving the people of Arizona and serving the people who come to visit her and to give speeches on her behalf. Of course, Donald Trump has endorsed Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake is called the Ron DeSantis of the West. And now, according to Time Magazine, she's she's the new Donald Trump. You ever heard the term throwing fuel on the fire? This is exactly what our federal government is doing with inflation. They are adding to inflation. They are trying to make your life worse in order to keep power. That's why the consumer price index right now is increasing yet again. The stock market is in total turmoil and our leaders are spending more money. That's exactly what Joe Biden is doing. Spending more money to destroy the American family. Spending more money to turn down inflation is literally the opposite of the thing that you would do if you wanted to actually solve inflation. So what can you do about it? Well, you can text Benny to 989898 and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit to protect your savings with gold in a tax sheltered account. These are great people with almost 20 years experience in converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Have you ever uh, looked at your IRA over the last month or two? What's going on? Have you looked at your 401ks? Ladies and gentlemen, now is time to invest in gold. Do not let the left devalue your savings. Text Benny to 989898 and claim your free, no obligation info kit for Birch Gold. Again, you can own physical gold in a tax-sheltered retirement account with Birch Gold, and Birch Gold has an A-plus rating for the Better Business Bureau. Let them help you do it. They helped my family, and boy, it is a comfort. Go gold, ladies and gentlemen. But here she is, making sure things are spotless out of respect for the office of the presidency. That's what it is. We tweeted this out, man. There's so many haters who like were roasting this image. We tweeted out last night. Go check the comments. We were like, yo, okay, that's fine. You may hate America. This is the Columbus thing all over again. You may hate America. You may hate Christopher Columbus. You may hate the fact that America exists, but it's a good thing for to have people respect the office of the presidency. It's a good thing. Have people respect each other. And yo, I'm sorry that this upsets you that Carrie Lake had to work her way through society. Not, not all of us are trust fund babies who just immediately get jobs in so, at social media companies or inside the corporate press. Like Taylor Lawrence. But some of us had to like work. I had to work on a hog farm, speaking of Iowa. Like sh- shit literally up to my waistline is what I did to pay my way through college. Zero student loan debt. Went to a community college. Some people had to work to get where they are today. I know this is a absolutely foreign concept for the left, but here is uh, here is Carrie Lake, and we celebrate Carrie Lake, actually. People that know what it's like to work and to come from nothing are, uh, by and large, minority communities here in the country. Many of them are first generation. Many of them come uh, from places where they're trying to just simply get out of poverty 
or get into the get into the middle class. This is this is a country where families are always rising and falling. This is a country that saw incredible wealth growth for minority communities under Donald Trump. And this is why people on CNN are talking about the lowest black enthusiasm in American history for Democrats heading into the midterms. Again, get ready for your shot of vitamin D here, baby. This is going to be an op this is going to be an optimistic show. We're going to give you good news on this program. Here we go. Even CNN saying, yo, black enthusiasm is at its lowest point like ever for Democrats. This is crisis mode. 29 days out. It ain't going to change. Get ready. This is like this is doomsday stuff for Democrats. Go. Just as a voter, I can tell you I am very concerned at the lack of enthusiasm in our state right now. I don't feel and see the enthusiasm that I think voters across Georgia should have right now. And I know that oftentimes in midterm elections, uh, people don't turn out to vote. I hope that won't be the Mm -hmm. case uh, this year in Georgia. She's talking about Democratic voters. To be yeah, no, and I mean, I think she's sounding the alarm just as many people have been doing, but it ain't just Atlanta. I mean, right. it's Philadelphia in the race in Pennsylvania. Uh, it's Cleveland it's Cle- yeah. in the race uh, with, with Tim Ryan and J.D. Vance. It's Orlando and Miami in, in uh, Val Deming's race. And so Democrats have to do a, a better job, particularly, and I can't wait for my phone to blow up after I say this, but particularly <laughs> with black men. Come like, on, you, you just can't come to black men. <laughs> Uh, on a uh, after Labor Day and say, come vote for us every two years. There has right. to be a more direct, uh, engaged approach with black male voters who, by all intents and purposes, after African-American women are the second largest that's turnout right. base. And that's just something that we haven't done forever. And it drives me crazy. So you're, in, totally, you're in Ohio. Tell us. I am. And I, I'm amen. And what Bakari is saying, I mean, the Democratic Party often leaves out the whole swath of black men. And black men matter, too. Their votes matter. And they are very much an integral part of the success of the Democratic Party. And so uh, Bottoms is absolutely right. The enthusiasm gap is there and we got to do a better job. Okay, so we've heard, according to pollsters this weekend, that without somewhere close to 95 percent black support, right? So the black community of voters voting 95% for Democrats, that you'll lose historic majorities, that you cannot win the presidency without those kind of numbers. So the answer, the, the, the answer to the question that is being asked on that segment of CNN, quite desperately, actually, by two leftist commentators there, a former uh, elected representative from South Carolina uh, and, a, and, a, and an author, both black, are, what the hell is this party doing? For like for us, what is like? What have they done for us? Please answer that question. Inflation, rampant, out of control, uh, illegal immigration, and crippling economic policies. Oh, you can't afford gasoline? Go buy an eighty thousand dollar electric vehicle, plebe. This is what Democrats are saying. This is what they're selling. Oh, your kids like Captain Crunch? It's twice the price now. Two for one, BOGO, no-go. And then, uh, of course, rampant out of control of crime. So what do you got here? You got Katie Hobbs being asked if she can name a single thing about Latinos that she likes. And she goes, and then you got the black commentators on CNN being like, yo, uh, we're going to lose. We're like this. We're going to like this is done. This party is finished. And Steve Bannon is saying amen to that. Hallelujah. Steve Bannon saying red tsunami building. Rhode Island, Oregon, Connecticut, 
Maryland, New York, California, the bluest states, some of the bluest districts turning hard MAGA and turning fast. Steve Bannon putting up polling here that shows essentially that the real clear politics uh, data has now flipped 12 races that should be strong Democrat to strong Republican or lean Republican. Now, there's a lot of data here. Steve Bannon, of course, has synthesized it for us, and we're excited to have Steve Bannon back on the program very, very soon. We did an hour and a half with Steve Bannon. It was an incredible conversation. We encourage you to go watch it about young men fighting and young men like, being raised as men and standing up in their society. It's an incredible, incredible message. Uh, and obviously, Steve Bannon, one of the most persecuted people in America right now because he is on fire and because he is such a patriot, uh, I think. Winston Churchill says, judge people by their enemies, right? If you lived a life and you haven't created any good enemies, well, then you've lived an inconsequential life. And so Steve Bannon, of course, living a very consequential life, saying, oh, and the Texas 34 Rio Grande Valley, that's the key that picks the lock. Now, what does he mean by that? The key that picks the lock. Now, this is Myra Flores's uh, district, Myra Flores, uh, the member of Congress who came storming out of nowhere and winning an 85% Hispanic district swinging that district now from dark blue to dark red. She is going to win in her election. This was a special election that rocked the world. And now she is going to win. She's going to change the Rio Grande Valley red and the entire Rio Grande Valley, which was the only base of Democrat support in Texas, is turning blood red. So here we go. Look at these shifts. These shifts are incredible. Again, Rhode Island, Oregon, Maryland, California, New York, Connecticut. What? These are states that like do not vote for Republicans. And these are all swinging red. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, get ready for a bloodbath, for a tsunami from the Red Sea. It's going to be Moses parting the sea and being like, the Red Sea, red tsunami. Here we go. Senate Republicans are on track to pick up two seats in the Western United States in the 2022 midterms and to pick up the majority in the upper chamber, according to the projections of 30 days until the election day, Blake Masters could beat out Arizona Democrat Senator Mark Kelly. Real clear politics projection showing despite the incumbent having an average of 1.8% polling advantage, the GOP challenger is adjusted for major October gains. The projection also estimates that Republican Adam Laxalt will beat Democrat Senator Catherine Cortez Masto in Nevada in November. Laxalt has a 1.3% advantage in Nevada. Yo, Donald Trump held back-to-back -back rallies in Arizona and Nevada on Saturday and Sunday night, respectively, and continued his effort to propel GOP picks in Congress to the election midterms. He endorsed Masters and Laxalt in their respective primary elections. If Max Masters and Laxalt unseat Democrat senators that they're up against, the Senate could flip red with a 52-48 majority lining up Congress to block literally everything in Joe Biden's agenda. And we've covered that agenda starting with, but not limited to, the 87,000 IRS agents defunding that nightmare. I got a family member who's really bad at balancing her budget. And as a small business owner, I've helped her go through her line items and see what her expenses are at the end of the month and help tally them up so that she can stay on budget. She's on a fixed income, and so we help her out. 
Now, I was shocked to see the amount of money that she is spending for her and her kids to have a cell phone plan. It's one of the first things we did to help her hit her budget every single month is to adjust that wildly inflated bill for cell phone coverage. It is the year 2022. This is one of the number one ways that you can save with your bills. And you got to save because you can see what's happening to the economy right now. You can see what Joe Biden is doing. You got to protect what's yours today. Step one, I told her was switch your cell phone service to Pure Talk, America's most reliable 5G network, and you don't have to sacrifice coverage for a fortune every month. I mean, take a look at your cell phone bill. If you're with Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, you know how much you pay. It's going to be hundreds of bucks. With Pure Talk, you can get unlimited talk and text and six gigs of data for just 30 bucks a month. That's real saving, and it can go to cover groceries, gas. Pure Talk has never raised their rates, and they're run by patriots. Go to puretalk.com. Select the plan that will save you money. Then enter the code Benny, and you'll get 50% off your first month. Go to puretalk.com and enter the code Benny to save right now with the company that I trust with my business and my family, Pure Talk. Democrats are currently at a 50-50 split with Kamala Harris holding the tie-breaking vote. Kamala Harris, what does she have to offer? Kamala Harris breaks many ties in the Senate. Kamala Harris, very, very you know, very, very good with numbers. I mean, we just, we have a clip from her this weekend. Gotta tell you, like, so as GOP's bar, as the GOP barnstorms and destroys the Senate chances in the Democrat Party, Kamala Harris is talking about how, how how smart she, the wisdom the pearls of wisdom that emanate from Kamala just 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 gold ladies and gentlemen do you know that she knows what a Venn diagram is do you know this Kamala Harris that she knows what a Venn diagram is this is the person in charge of the this is the person in charge of your economy this is essentially the the person with supposedly a functional brainstem in charge of America right now. Remember this clip when you pay, when you fill up your tank of gas and it's three figures to fill up your tank of gas. Remember this clip when you look at your 401k. Remember this clip when you're reminded that 4 million criminal migrants have entered the country this administration alone. Remember, Kamala Harris knows what a Venn diagram is. <laughs> Go. Julieta, so to your point, I early on asked my team, uh, well, let me just say, I love Venn diagrams. <laughs> <laughs> I really love Venn diagrams. You know, the circles, right? Three usually. <laughs> Remember Venn diagrams, those three circles, right? And then let's just see where they overlap. You will not be surprised because I have constructed a Venn diagram on this. Remember those three circles, how they overlap? I love Venn diagrams, so I just do. Whenever you're dealing with conflict, pull out a Venn diagram, right? And so, you know, the three circles. And so I, so I, I asked my team, right? They're I'm fantastic. Out right now that he sees the Venn diagram of it all. He sees that there are those circles, and maybe people seem that they're a little different. They live in different parts of the country. They may be different age or different race. But that area in the middle, that overlap. And I asked my team to do a Venn diagram of where these attacks are happening. So voting rights, women's reproductive rights, LGBTQ rights. And of course, there was a huge intersection. When you can't afford groceries for your children, when you can't afford to put gasoline in your minivan to take your kids to soccer practice, 
and when criminal migrants flood your city with crime and drugs, just remember that Kamala Harris is thinking about Venn diagrams. And ladies and gentlemen, I owe you an apology. We should have played the cringe alert before that clip. Royce reminded me. Thank you, Royce. That's another good thing I can say about Latinos. Unlike Katie Hobbs, I can say something good about Latino population. Royce reminds me a lot of times of the things that I miss on this program. For instance, playing the cringe alert before Kamala. So here you go. Cringe alert. (laughs) Should have played it. Should have played it. Thank you, Royce. Something that should have never, ever played uh, on, on, on your TV screens or at any event is Kamala Harris talking. Kamala Harris is so cringy. She doesn't do any help for the people who are on her side trying to win races. Neither does Joe Biden. Have you noticed they are weirdly absent from the campaign trail? Maybe it's because people in dark blue states, states that voted for Joe Biden, don't want them around the way that they don't want the plague to enter their states, or they don't want to have the locusts descend upon their states, including, but not limited to do, Michigan. Poll, Tudor Dixon closing the gap on Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan. Gretchen Whitmer, good old lockdown, lockdown Gretch, big Gretch. This is the governor, of course, who assisted with the FBI's plot to create fake news and a fake kidnapping hoax. We have found that out inside of the FBI's attempt to rig elections there in Michigan. This is huge. We had Julie Kelly on the program to talk about this. This is also Lockdown Gretch. Lockdown Gretch. Big Gretch. She's the person who locked her state down. Michigan, of course, a big outdoorsman state. She locked her state down, but allowed her husband to go fishing. Remember that he gave a pass to her husband to go out on his fishing boat while she locked down the rest of Michiganders. If you're in Michigan, if you're in Nevada, If you're in Arizona, get the hell out and vote. Show up on election day. Overwhelm the polls. And you know what we mean when we say that, ladies and gentlemen. New polls show Republican gubernatorial candidate Tudor Dixon closing the gap between Gretchen Whitmer and Michigan survey of 1,300 registered Michigan voters between October 3rd through 7th. CBS News YouGov poll showed that Democrat Gretchen Whitmer has a six-point lead on Tudor Dixon. 47% Detroit News poll in early September shows Whitmer's lead Dixon by 13 points. According to CBS News, the poll showed while moderate voters tend to prefer Whitmer over Dixon, their concerns about the economy sway them to Dixon's camp every single day. Is the economy more than the minds of Michigan voters than coronavirus? And most of them rate the state's economy negatively. The Biden administration just shuttered a new plant in Michigan. They shuttered a plant a Ford plant, I believe, in order to focus on electric vehicles. So there you go. They will destroy your state and they will destroy everything that they touch. The left destroys every single thing that they touch. And by two to one, more voters think Biden's policies have hurt rather than helped Michigan's economy. Well, there you go. Well, don't vote for Big Gretch, ladies and gentlemen. And by the way, if this is a CBS News YouGov poll, this is a broken poll. You should give Tudor Dixon, if this is only by six points, then this is a neck and neck race. People of Michigan, get out and vote. Overwhelm the polls on election day. What is happening across the country? Far left billionaires like the Nike co-founder Phil Knight has donated millions to flipping blue states red. Yes, that's right. Woke Nike, the 
company that hired Colin Kaepernick, and I'll never forgive them for it. I do not wear Nike shoes. I wear Adidas shoes. I'm not saying that Adidas is like less woke, but I will not fund Colin Kaepernick. I won't do it. I will not wear Nikes. I refuse to wear Nike. There are certain things that my family, like for instance, we love, we really like Starbucks coffee. Okay. I'm not saying that we are a totally non-woke uh, family. We did sell any stock that we had in Disney. We did sell, of course, and we went hard after PayPal this week. We will not own these stocks. We will not buy these brands. There, You will see the occasional Starbucks coffee in my hand because I do like caffeine a lot, but you will not see Nike shoes on my feet. Maybe that'll change. Let's see. Fire Colin Kaepernick. Fire Colin Kaepernick, bring back the Betsy Ross sneakers, Nike, and then keep donating to Republicans, I guess. This is from Breitbart.com. Nike co-founder Phil Knight donated $1 million to elect Republicans in Oregon. Gubernatorial candidate Katherine Dranzen in an increasingly tight race against Democrat Tina Kotek. These people are absolute freaks, by the way. Knight's donation to Dranzen's campaign comes after he donated $3.5 million to independent candidate Betsy Johnson, signaling a strong dislike for Tina Kotek. You know, the other thing you could do is just move Nike out of Oregon. You could move your company. This is happening a lot. Uh, I think Tyson Foods moved out of Chicago. This was a big headline this week. Boeing moved out of Chicago. Calipiter moved out of Chicago. You can get up and leave, ladies and gentlemen. And we intend on showing you the absolute devastation in the coming weeks. We will be going to Chicago. We will be going to San Francisco. We will be showing you the devastation of leftist policies. Trust me. We have our sights on exposing exactly what is happening inside of these cities. Not that you needed any help on this program because we show it all the time, but we also went uh, to Portland, Oregon during that occupation of the federal building in Portland, Oregon, somehow not seen as a insurrection. So for literally 60 or 90 days, I can't remember the total number, the federal courthouse in Portland, Oregon was literally under wartime siege, like Ukraine-Russia style stuff where it was being burned to the ground, lasers were being pointed at the cops. Like, we have the scenes. We literally went there and showed, like, it was like a, a full-time garrison against the Antifa, the mob of the communists inside of Portland. Uh, this was an insurrection, okay? It wasn't labeled as such, well, because it was leftists doing it, and the communists would never, would never go after their own people, right? That's the purpose of communism is all the commies get spared and the rest of us have to go to the camps. But here we go. Breitbart News reported last week, a recent Emerson College poll showed that the Oregon House Republican leader actually leading Kotech by two points. So, yo, we could literally have a Republican governor in Oregon and the far left Nike founder is giving her millions of dollars. So here we go, baby. Red tsunami. And why? Well, I mean, listen, I think that these people would like to donate to Democrats. Elon Musk saying that he donated to Barack Obama, but this this party has gone like extremist. Elon Musk putting up the uh, the meme of how extreme the Democrat Party has gone, how far they've moved to the left, bringing, of course, everyone from the center into the right. And this is what's happening across the country. It's pretty easy when you look at clips like this. Donald Trump was barnstorming in Nevada and Arizona for the uh, aforementioned candidates in Arizona and Nevada. We please encourage you, please get out and vote for Adam Laxalt. Please get out and vote for our boy, Blake Masters. Please get out and vote for Carrie Lake. Do not become complacent. We are encouraging you to vote, 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 vote. And patriots, vote on election day. You show up at the polls and you shove that ballot right down their throat, just like Donald Trump shoved an incredible gaffe sequence of Joe Biden down the throats of Joe at the White House. 
Yo, this one, we will not forget the cringe alert to show you before the clip, an incredible montage that Donald Trump previewed essentially for a massive packed audience in Mesa, Arizona of Biden gaffes, Biden gaffes in his MAGA rally. Cringe alert and get ready for this clip. It is incredible. Donald Trump is barnstorming. He is on a roll. Check it out. So we had just a little quick video made up. Would you like to see it? How would you say your mental focus is? Oh, it's focused. <laughs> I, say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Let's get ready to bumble! I think it's a right for people that bad in health care. Throw it in the next step of depression. <laughs> God, I said, oh, God, I can't believe I said that. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. Y'all ready for this? I was going to put him in the foot. Well, Corn Pop was a bad dude, and he ran a bunch of bad boys. Wait, wait, wait. wait. All men and women created by the, go, you know the, you know the thing. If you hold near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway. <laughs> I got hairy legs that turn that, 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 that. Thank you for tolerance for listening to me. I appreciate it very much. But... The two-minute-long video Saturday <laughs> included clips of Biden from an event on ending hunger late last month where he appeared to call out late Senator Jackie Walorski and praise her efforts on the initiative. She had died. Biden's still calling for her ghost. The hairy legs clip, uh, that, that had me sending, okay? So I was watching this, and I was seeing it for the first time. I was like, this is great. But uh, the hairy legs Donald Trump playing the, I got hairy legs, I turn, I turn blonde in the sun. By the way, this is what Joe Biden is offering black people, okay? Remember, that clip was at a pool that he used to lifeguard at where he attacked a young black man named Corn Pop. Essentially, he was holding a razor blade. He attacked him with a chain because he had too much pomade in his hair, and he called him Esther. We should load that clip up. This is like the famous clip like of Joe Biden. Like Joe Biden. This is what Joe Biden offers to black people, okay? And then he talks about how he has hairy legs that turn blonde in the sun. And the kids used to get into the pool and rub his legs down. Real quotes. Real quotes. So this is what Democrats are offering black people. Joe Biden's hairy legs. What else are they offering them? Extremely violent communities. Now, uh, the majority of black people in this nation live inside of uh, cities, okay? Live in, live in and around large metropolitan areas. Uh, that is where the vast majority of the crime is happening. And it's not limited, of course, to just the black neighborhoods. It's limited to all neighborhoods. This is a problem for everyone who lives inside of these cities, including yours truly, who had my house burned down in Washington, D.C. by a drug dealer who lived on the block. This, we were caught in the middle of a drug war. They shot people in my front yard and they burned down my damn house. So that means I have something in common with the man running for governor of New York. His name's Lee Zeldin, member of Congress. 
And he had people shot in his yard this weekend in New York City. Long Island, technically. But here we go from Breitbart. New York Republican gubernatorial candidate Lee Zeldin had a shock to the system on Sunday when two people were shot outside of his home in Long Island while his teenage daughters were inside. According to Zeldin, his two daughters, 16 years old, were inside doing their homework when shots broke out at their home. He and his wife, Diana, were in their car returning from the Bronx Columbus Day Parade. Good for him going to Columbus Day Parade. My daughters heard the gunshots and were screaming. They ran upstairs. They locked themselves in their bathrooms. They called 911, Zeldin said in a statement. They acted very swiftly and smartly to stay out of the extreme danger. The two individuals were shot laying down under my front porch and in the bushes in our front porch. They were literally on their property. My understanding is that they had been transported to the area to hospitals. I don't know their identity, Zeldin said. The shooting, I think, is unrelated to Zeldin or his campaign. This is just the rampant crime in New York. You just play these clips time after time. It's like Gotham, man. New York literally needs Batman. That old Donald Trump clip. I'm Batman, little kid. Are you Batman? I'm Batman. Zeldin said that his family was working with the investigators to provide security footage. He lamented the New York City crime wave. My daughters are shaken, but okay. So many New Yorkers, crime has literally made its way to our front door. Zeldin told the New York Post that his daughters are freaked out. The bullet was found 30 feet from where the daughters were doing their homework. Crime is out of control. There's blood. There was blood on the rock next to our porch, man. I've been there. Yo, I've been there. I've literally, I can play you the security footage of the people being shot in my front yard. I can play you the security footage. This, this is what Democrats are offering. The people inside of, obviously, this nation, inside of the urban centers of this nation. This is what Democrats are offering the majority minority communities around here. Blood on your doorstep. Chaos in your streets. Mobs. Running through your towns. This is like a Batman. It's like a Batman film. You live inside of New York. It's like literally Gotham City. It's like the New York of the 1980s. You go back and watch The Last Action Hero with Arnold Schwarzenegger. This is like the New York that is depicted in the 1980s. Just this rancid, crime-ridden, strip clubs, pornos in Times Square, drugs on every corner, unsafe to walk the streets at night. This is like the New York, this is the New York City that was depicted like when I was born in the the 1980s. They have hearkened back to it. These are the kind of mobs that they let run through your streets. It is Columbus Day. Zeldin was at a Columbus Day event. We have the clips of what these mobs did to Columbus statues. Let this, let your blood boil. Columbus, a Christian explorer who found, essentially founded like the 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 Western civilization here in America that led to the greatest era of human flourishing ever known to man. This is what they did to his statue in Baltimore. This is what the mob did. And it was allowed by the police. They let this happen in Democrat-run Baltimore. Watch. <laughs> Go, 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 go
Not a single person arrested. Not a single person arrested. We are not going to cover it on this show. I think we're going to do a special on it. But over the weekend, there were 11 Christians arrested. Christians for praying outside of abortion clinics by Joe Biden's DOJ. Not a single person arrested there for smashing the statue of the man who our nation's capital is named after, the District of Columbus. That is what D.C. stands for. Not a single person arrested there, but 11 people arrested for praying outside of abortion centers by Biden's Gestapo this weekend. We'll be covering this soon. Now, what has this led to? Well, I mean, just like just like Gotham City under Batman, vigilante justice, actually. So the patriots inside of uh, Italian neighborhoods in Philadelphia went and protected their Columbus statues in a epic video shot two years ago, but one that brings us great pride. I mean, if you got to do it, you got to do it. Uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, Guidos of Philadelphia. Yo, yo, the Italian community of Philadelphia getting their baseball bats, going full Sopranos on the the mob that wanted to take down their Columbus statue. Don't try it in an Italian neighborhood, baby. Go. You're so scared. Are you embarrassed? I can give you my business card, sir, if that's a problem. Are you embarrassed? You're embarrassed. You're embarrassment. You're embarrassment. So what do you think about how Christopher Columbus uh, cut off the hands of people who didn't bring him enough gold? Dude, they were savages back then. They all this guy just hit me. Sir, can I have my bike back? Yeah, you can have it. Sir, let me have my bicycle. You can have it you ever heard the term f around and find out okay so there's there's no one out there's no one living in baltimore anymore you go to baltimore there's no one living in baltimore anymore there's entire like the entire city is essentially abandoned right so there there is no like italian community in baltimore and I'm sorry if I'm insulting you. If you're Italian and you live in Baltimore and you're watching this right now, uh, well, I apologize. You live in Baltimore. First off, I apologize because you live in Baltimore. And then secondly, like I, I, I've been to Baltimore. We go on a Kim Klasic video. I've been to Baltimore, right? I got family in the greater area of Baltimore. Like it's not good. There's no one. There's no one to like to protect the statues. The entire city. It's like ISIS. These people are like ISIS. Okay, they're going around just to smash and destroy. These people are ISIS. All right. It's the same ideology. Destroy, convert by the sword. Wokeism is a religious ideology, and it is based on the destruction of everything that came before it. And just like communism, you can read the Communist Manifesto. This is the, the, the purpose of wokeism. And you can call it wokeism, but you can really just call it Marxism because it's just really based on the atheistic worldview of Karl Marx that, Christ, that, that churches, that the governments, that everything that stands before us, the nuclear family, children themselves, all of it needs to be destroyed in the service of the end of the end of history, which is what Karl Marx calls it. Destroy everything that came before us. So that's why they let the mobs smash the statues there in Baltimore. Baltimore. 
you know, Donald Trump's DOJ could have brought charges against those people. There is no doubt that that was probably federal property that they were destroying. But here we are. We deeply encourage the next Republican administration to go ahead and put those people in jail. Where are all the prison sentences for the BLM and Antifa people? Man, Royce and I were at the White House. Royce and I were on the White House grounds on Saturday, and we were filming literally the edifices of the burned down buildings on the White House ground from the real insurrection that happened there in May of 2020. We, 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 we have them on camera. I cannot wait to show you this, this footage. You know, they burn, you remember, they burned down White House buildings to try and kill President Trump. That's what they all said they were going to do. They injured hundreds of officers in doing this. Donald Trump had to be taken to a secure location because they were setting fire to the White House. And you know, those buildings still stand there, a torched edifice. They haven't even gone, they haven't even gone through the trouble of like fixing them up. It's like they're proud of it. Sick people, man. ISIS, American ISIS. It's really sick stuff. Destroy everything that comes before you. It's a cult of death. But ladies and gentlemen, we can change it. We have the power. We have right now in this moment, the ability to actually change the course of this nation forever. Get out and vote. We have brought you so much good polling data. There is There are thousands of polls out there right now that are showing Republicans are surging and that we can take back and literally take... Take back what we have lost in culture. I am sick of a Republican Party that retreats. I am sick of a Republican Party that backs away, that doesn't fight. And I'm very, very proud for all of you for destroying PayPal this weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, jumping in. Here we go. PayPal utterly decimated this weekend. PayPal released a new terms of service that said that they can fine you for promoting misinformation. So PayPal is essentially a bank. It's essentially a financial institution, publicly traded. And it said that they will fine users $2,500 for misinformation if they find out that they you, that you're saying things that they don't like. By the way, misinformation is just a term that is not real. We do not do news speak here from 1984, from George Orwell's now. We do not do news speak. Misinformation is communism. Misinformation means you are not giving the state-sanctioned narrative that we want you to give. And so we, because we disagree with your freedom of speech, we will now take your money. Now, this was a massive backlash against PayPal. Uh, let's begin with that backlash. And the people who used to work at PayPal, including but not limited to the president of PayPal, who's woke as hell, the former president of PayPal, being like, what the hell is this? Elon Musk got involved. It's insane. Here's the breaking news. Yeah, PayPal was sparking some outrage after unveiling new acceptable use terms that would have fined users $2,500 per infraction for spreading so-called misinformation. But after that sharp criticism, the company took down the policy yesterday, saying it was all a mistake. They told Fox News last night, quote, PayPal is not fining people for misinformation, and this language was never intended to be inserted into our policy. Our teams are working to correct our policy pages. We're sorry for the confusion this has caused. Well, former PayPal president David Marcus slamming the company before that retraction, saying, it's hard for me to openly criticize a company I used to love and gave so much to, but PayPal's new acceptable use terms goes against everything I believe in. A private company now gets to decide to take your money if you say something they disagree with insanity. PayPal co-founder Elon Musk also weighing in, simply saying, agreed. 
The reversal from PayPal comes just days after they canceled three accounts linked to free speech advocate Toby Young, who runs a nonprofit called Free Speech Union. The policy was supposed to go into effect next month. PayPal has not said whether they would introduce amended updates to their current terms. So in case you're wondering if you have power in this society, go ahead and check out PayPal stock as of this morning. This is what's happening to PayPal right now. There was a massive delete PayPal movement that happened this weekend. We were a part of it. Delete your app. Get your money out. Demand your money back. Put it into other forms of electronic or financial banking. There are plenty of them out there. There are many, many places where you can go with your money and you can be more secure, bankrupt PayPal. We got it trending this weekend. And ladies and gentlemen, we all we need to see is the cards one time. So what you've seen here is what they plan on doing to you, okay? Let me tell you about how these policies operate. We called a couple of our buddies who work inside of Silicon Valley at a couple of hedge funds. They work inside of Silicon Valley writing these terms of service. These terms of service are poured over by armies, armies, battalions of lawyers. They are written within a inch of their lives. I mean, these are like minutia. This is the kind of minutia stuff that could cost a company billions of dollars if they get it wrong. So this stuff is like poured over by the lawyers and by the executives and by the firm. These are publicly traded companies. You, you, you have armies of lawyers that look at this stuff. This was not a mistake. They intended on doing this. PayPal, I believe, had Chinese. It, was, it had moved into a Chinese investment firm, I believe. Uh, PayPal was sold recently and has some sort of connection now to the Chinese government. And so this was them attempting to implement a social credit system. This is what this is. It's coming for you, baby. Social credit systems. You're seeing this. They're going to track your purchases. Visa is going to track your purchases at gun stores. They're going to come after your private equity, your money. They're going to come after you. You are the enemy and your opinions that are discomforting and disquieting to the regime. This is what's happening next. Now, Blake Masters, of course, used to work for Peter Thiel, a founder of PayPal. Uh, Elon Musk, of course, a, a founder of PayPal. All of them coming out against this move. PayPal's stock collapsing. We hope they go bankrupt. Please help us bankrupt PayPal. Ladies and gentlemen, we already carved out. What does it look like? So it went from 97 to 85. That's going to be like 20% of their market cap. Let's keep it going. Let's get the next 80%. Bankrupt PayPal. No more usage of this site. They have shown you what they are. Be done with them. Get rid of your PayPal. That's what Blake Masters is saying. He used to work there. Take it away. I want to get your take on this PayPal story. PayPal reversing the decision to fine users $2,500 if they violate the terms of service. Uh, meaning that they uh, are going to fine you if you come out with something that they disagree with and they decide is misinformation. Peter Thiel is a founder of PayPal. What's going on there? Oh, it's so crazy. It is just so crazy. You know, as soon as I saw that, Maria, I sent out a tweet and I said, I will be putting a stop to this very soon. And then a PayPal reversed course four or five hours later. So look at that. Look how effective I'm being already. And I'm not even in the U.S. Senate. Well, uh, but but no, seriously, what, what I'm going to make this unthinkable. It? We what need a digital bill. Of, if in fact you are, we need a digital bill of rights. We need to uh, ban 
companies at that level, at that size, especially if they're touching banking or if they're in social media, we're going to ban these companies from discriminating against users because of the political content of their speech. That's how we treat the phone company, right? Verizon can't go and listen to you and I have a telephone conversation and say, ooh, that's too conservative. No, let's let's shut it down. They'd probably love to do that. We won't let them do that. So why on earth aren't we regulating Facebook and Google in that same way? You can't let a non-bank lender at the size of PayPal just discriminate against people and decide what's misinformation and find them? No, I'm sorry. We should make that unthinkable. And we're going to make that illegal once we take back uh, Congress and the White House, certainly. Uh, hell yes. This is why you get out and vote for Blake Masters. This is why you need to get out in Arizona and vote for based Blake. David Marcus is the former president of PayPal. He said, it's hard for me to openly criticize a company I love so much, but this goes against everything I believe in. Elon Musk says yes. And this is insanity. David Marcus going on to say they do uh, the private company now gets to decide to take your money if you say something that they disagree with. This is insanity. These people are not Republicans. David Marcus is not a Republican. These people are leftists. And they're like, this is just communism. This is just social credit. So good for Blake Master saying we're going to make this illegal. I mean, obviously. Uh, they have changed. They have changed their policy. Oh, we thought we, we thought we, correction. We thought we, it was a mistake. A mistake. Mistake. Shut up. Bankrupt PayPal. Be done with it. And let's bankrupt the White House while we're at it. Because Joe Biden is having to hire some pretty pricey lawyers in order to protect himself. I guess a Hunter Biden probe. This is according to the New York Post. The White House is spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on staff to try and deflect Hunter Biden probe, baby. Get ready. It's about to get real. We take over the House, we take over the Senate, we will be putting Hunter Biden in prison. Mark my words. White House is gearing up to grow an army of staff to fend off potential Republican-led probes on everything from Hunter Biden to the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan. Taxpayers are footing the bill, battening down the hatches. Should the GOP retain control of the House of Representatives in the midterm elections, the White House is shelling out $265,000 a year in salary for staff whose primary portfolio will be to run comms and defense for the administration, approaching a blizzard of subpoena. I love that. The blizzard of subpoena. Winter is coming for the White House. In May, the White House poached Richard A. Saubert, top attorney for the Department of Veterans Affairs, to serve as a deputy counsel for the president, tasked with handling the House oversight probes. Ian Sands, a veteran of Vice President Harris's failed 2020 president campaign. Okay, well, good luck there. Uh, that was so close for us playing a cringe alert. Anytime we mention Kamala Harris, we, I got, we got to get that cringe alert button. Our fingers are just hovering over the button, shaking, ready to play it. He was hired to run official comms for the team. White House records show that the two men will take home $155,000 and $110,000 respectively. Team only respected to grow, Washington Post reported, indicating that the staffing and operational expenditures will balloon because they know that the GOP is going to absolutely clobber them with subpoenas and with investigations. This is the new rule set up by the Democrats, multiple impeachments, get ready, Joe Biden going down in flames, and they know it. Listen to this. The White House is already nervous. Watch the shaking in this clip. Watch the shaking. Go. And now we're finding out that not only did they do this, use their power and influence to get rich, now they're using our tax dollars. They're getting us to help pay to cover up for them um, in the White House. So there's now two employees, um, one at 155,000, the other at, uh, I think, 110,000. 110, so $265,000 of, of federal, you know, 
These are people who work for our government whose their whole job is just to look at stuff that Hunter Biden is it's stuff coming out of the laptop, stuff coming out of the media and provide cover and make sure it doesn't lead to Joe Biden. Yeah, sources saying those two jobs specifically focused on deflecting stories about mm. Hunter Biden. <laughs> OK, what did we tell you? We told it to you last week. They're going to come after Hunter and they're going to allow it. OK, meaning that the corporate press is going to join in. The reason why is because they are simply lack lackeys, lapdogs for the DNC. There is no Democrat Party. It is a corpse and it is a corpse that is being completely reanimated in a bastardization experiment by the corporate media and corporate interests in order to have a political vehicle to engorge them. These people are parasites. It is not a party. It is not a movement. This is why Joe Biden has to draw circles on the ground for his campaign rallies for people to sit in because there are so few people that want to come out and vote for Democrats. They are not a movement. They are not real. It's Fagazi, Fagazi. Okay. Shout out to our Italian American friends on Columbus Day. Uh, it is Fagazi, Fagazi. It's not real. These, 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 these people. This movement is not real. They have to defend now against Hunter Biden, and Hunter Biden will be utilized as a cleaver to destroy the Biden presidency because Biden isn't working out for Democrats. And after the bloodbath of the midterms, they're going to get rid of Biden by going after his son and then going after him. Hunter Biden is simply one pull of the thread away from going after Joe Biden. The yarn goes straight up to Joe and they know it. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen, this is what's going to happen. And they're telling us what's going to happen. So GOP led house could force FBI director to testify on Hunter Biden probes, get ready. This, according to Jim Jordan, why is this important? Well, because the FBI has been covering up for the Bidens. We know this. The FBI is now trying to cover up the evidence by firing the agents who were supposed to handle Hunter Biden's laptop before the election. Timothy Tybalt is one of them, kicked out on his ass. And ladies and gentlemen, it's going to get even worse. House Republicans have vowed to investigate everything from the origins of the coronavirus to the botched withdrawal of Afghanistan. The party's marquee probe will focus on Hunter Biden and his father's shady overseas business dealings. FBI director will testify. It's going to get good, baby. Are you ready? Pop in your popcorn. Jim Jordan, take it away. When is the FBI not going to involve themselves in, in one of our elections? That's that's probably a key question. So that, that to me is the real concern. We're going to do everything we can to hold these folks accountable. And if we have the majority, bring them in front of Congress, do the depositions that need to be done so we can get the facts. So in other words, you'll subpoena Christopher Wray? Well, I think you start. I think there's key people. Let's use the school board example. Uh, I, we know that the school board association last fall was communicating with the White House the Justice Department and the Department of Education before they ever sent the letter, the letter that said, let's use counterterrorism measures against moms and dads. We want to know who they were talking to. We'd like to know, were there folks at the White House who said, oh, in that letter you're going to send to us as a pretext for us to send this memorandum, in that letter, go ahead and put the language about the Patriot Act and using counterterrorism measures against parents. Did the White House suggest that language go in there? Did they t tell them to put it in? Did they, I mean, those are key questions we need to get. So yeah, we'll, we'll, there's all kinds of folks we need to uh, bring in for uh, for depositions and then hopefully including all the way up to the FBI director himself. So in that 
interview with Maria Bartiromo, uh, Jim Jordan saying that they're going to look into the relationship with Ukraine specifically and the lucrative salary for a natural gas company that Hunter Biden got. Of course, we all know about the Bursima contracts and we know about Hunter Biden's 80 grand a month from Ukraine. Boy, ladies and gentlemen, what are we looking at in Ukraine? We are seeing a world full of absolute suicidal, sociopathic morons. I'm not saying that anyone is an angel in this situation, okay? Everyone, every leader, including but not limited to religious leaders in this region and globally, has a responsibility to say, de-escalate now. There is literally nothing worth nuclear war over, but you are starting to see the escalation and the ramping up Currently, right now, in this uh, conflict that has been going on now for like six months, seven months. So Russia is unleashing wrath over a, uh, a bombing that took place this weekend. Now, this is after the blowing up of the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines. Russia launched 83 missiles at Ukrainian cities, bringing death and destruction across the country. Vladimir Putin warning there will be severe responses to further attacks. So the Ukraine news happens as a key bridge that connects Crimea and Russia got blown up essentially this weekend in an attack that Ukraine, I think, is claiming. Also, uh, there are many saying that Ukraine blew up the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines. Well, who gave them the funding to do that? That's a pretty sophisticated operation. Who gave them the ability to do that? Germany is now looking into that. Ukraine is spiraling. Joe Biden wants World War III. World War III is great for leaders like Joe Biden. He wants nuclear Armageddon. These are great for people that want to keep and control the world. They also hate the fact that the world uh, is as populated as it is. Sorry, let's just call it, let's just use their words. You just go back and watch the Bill, Bill Gates clips. These people want depopulation. They want destruction. They want to be able to remake the economy and they want to be able to remake the world. This is the fourth turning. This is the historic moments when uh, the entire uh, global, uh, 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 the entire global economy and the entire global peace that has been set up by greater and better men that led to the greatest prosperity in human history is teetering on its axis. Watch some of this horrifying Ukraine news here. Clip I go. Hey, Fox News alert. Explosions rocking Kiev and other cities across Ukraine. Officials there say at least five people have been killed, 12 others injured, and they're advising residents to take shelter as Putin escalates his war. You're watching Fox and Friends First on a Monday morning. I'm Todd Pyro. And I'm Ashley Strohmeyer in for Carly Shimkus. This all comes as Putin is set to meet with his security council today, just days after that humiliating explosion that shut down a strategic bridge linking Russia to its annexed territory of Crimea. The Russian president blaming Kyiv for the attack and calling it an act of terrorism. So the White House is saying that it's going to be nuclear Armageddon. We covered this on Friday. Joe Biden is saying straight up, this is going to be nuclear Armageddon, almost like cheerleading for it. Now, the uh, people even in the Democrat Party are like, hey, uh, maybe, maybe uh, up into the midterms saying that gas, gas at $5 a gallon, groceries 
inflating out of control and nuclear Armageddon. Maybe these aren't the best talking points. The White House is trying to clean up this comment by um, like essentially spin the spin. The spin that the White House is doing is so fast and at an RPM that is so high that it like drills through to the center. You're like touching magma at this point. Corinne Jean-Pierre having to spin so hard. The White House staff having to spin so hard on these cleanups. But here we are. So meanwhile, the White House still trying to clean up President Biden's remarks from last week on the Russian nuclear threat. Remember when he said the U.S. was facing the prospect of Armageddon? The White House says the comment shows the president is taking all of this seriously. But Republicans say that kind of rhetoric where he said it also makes matters worse. Those comments were reckless. When you hear president talking about Armageddon at a random, as a random thought, just musing at a fundraiser, that is a, a terrible risk to the American people if he truly believes that he ought to be out talking to us in a serious way. The president was reflecting the very high stakes that uh, they're in, in play right now. When you have uh, modern nuclear power and the leader of that modern nuclear power willing to use irresponsible rhetoric the way that Mr. Putin has uh, several times in just the last week or two, uh, uh, as well as uh, the, the high tensions in Ukraine. So what do you have here? You have not too long ago, Donald Trump walking into North Korea and shaking hands with Kim Jong-un, a historic moment. You had everyone prospering in the world. You had pre-World War I. You go back and study the people's history of World War I, you just had idiot leaders making idiot decisions and the dumbest people leading all of the nations that plunder the earth and destroy everything for the rest of us. This is why a leadership change is so necessary. Donald Trump said so in his rallies this weekend. Joe Biden is going to bring us World War III. Donald Trump brought us peace in our time. Listen. In Ukraine, with potentially hundreds of thousands of people dying, we must demand the immediate negotiation of a peaceful end to the war in Ukraine, or we will end up in World War III, and there will be nothing left of our planet all because stupid people didn't have a clue. They didn't have a clue. They don't understand. They really don't understand. I rebuilt our military. I rebuilt our nuclear power. They don't understand what they're dealing with, the power of nuclear. They have no idea what they're doing. I withdrew from the disastrous Iran nuclear deal. This is certifiably true. So what are elections about? What is the purpose of our government? I mean, to provide for a national security is what they say about the president in the Constitution. This is why they created the commander in chief position. The goal is to have a secure life. The goal is to create the barriers that protect Americans. And this has taken many, many different forms. This has taken the forms of isolationism. And this is probably the, the most constitutional form of the presidency is isolationism to say, hey, yo, listen, we are going to protect our own people. The rest of the world can go off and spiral into civil war and spiral into foreign wars and can destroy itself. And we are going to just simply protect Americans. This is sort of as it has been written inside of the Constitution. Now, this is why George Washington, in his departure speech from the presidency, a historic speech, saying, yo, do not get involved in foreign wars. Foreign engagements are wrong. And it's going to plunder our nation's treasure. And it's going to plunder the greatest treasure in this nation, the lives of people in this country. 
Now, not only is Joe Biden getting us involved in foreign wars that will lead to the destruction of American lives, of course, as we saw in the Afghanistan pullout, the 13 dead Americans there, but also dead Americans here on our streets. So what do they have to offer? Dead Americans abroad embroiling us in foreign wars and literally nuclear war, Joe Biden saying, nuclear Armageddon, but also Armageddon on our own streets. So even in the most constitutional isolationist form of the executive, you should have a secure America. All the guns pointed outward, but now the guns are, of course, pointed inward, not just because of Joe Biden's secret security state and the Gestapo ran through the FBI that arrests praying fathers and homeschoolers trying to stop abortion in this country, but literally the rot and the death brought to the inner city. And we talked about it. And of course, here's the clip from my own doorstep inside of my all black neighborhood as the only white guy living in the neighborhood. Here are my black neighbors killing themselves on my, on my doorstep. Mass shooting. That's that's our Rosebush. That was my car sitting out there. Mass shooting right on my block. That's Washington, D.C. Way to go. Great job. Spectacular job, everyone. This is what you've offered. This is what you offer. So with Donald Trump, it's pretty simple. Donald Trump, you get peace in our time. The Abraham Accords, Israel at peace, Europe at peace. North Korea at peace with South Korea, ending the Korean War, essentially. That's what people said. Donald Trump ended the Korean War. 70-year war, Donald Trump ended it. Korean War fought since the 50s. There has been no peace, no formal peace. They're still at war, both these nations. You get that. That's what Democrats are offering the inner city, along with, of course, hairy legs. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand... And it get hot. I got a lot of I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight, and then watch the hair come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap, and I've loved kids jumping on my lap. And I tell you what. I sometimes sit up at night in bed. Sometimes I find it hard to sleep. I sit up at night in bed and I think about Joe Biden staring down at that kid and like, what, like, what if that was your kid? And he like looks down at this kid in that clip. And I've watched that clip a hundred thousand times. And, I, and he just looks down on the kid in that clip and he's like, I love kids jumping on my lap. <sighs> Job of the hut being choked by the chain. <sighs> It, you know, it, it, like we're not going to play the clip, but like later on in that same speech, he talks about getting a chain and then going after a black, like trying to kill a black kid. This is Joe Biden. This is what they're offering the country. So choose wisely. Nuclear Armageddon. Armageddon on your street, unsafe streets, unsafe finances, a destabilized world. The end of safety on our planet. This is what Joe Biden's offering through his weak and pathetic flaccid leadership. And Donald Trump is offering peace in our time. So are the Republicans who Donald Trump is campaigning with. Please go out and vote. We covered the elections. We can't cover them all. We got 50 states. You got hundreds of elections going on. 
Got thousands of elections going on, of course, down the ballot. We can't cover them all, but we can tell you every single day to keep your priorities right. And these are the virtues that win, ladies and gentlemen. God, family, country. It's why we do this show, to stay free men and stay free women. We were born that way. We were given our natural rights by God, not by government, and government's sole job is to protect those rights. Let us restore that and let us win in November. On to victory. 29 days, ladies and gentlemen, and we can save this country. We're here to save America. That's what we do on this program every single day. We say, God bless you for watching. Please, if you like this program and you want to support us in a free capacity, subscribe to the podcast. Just subscribe. Open up your podcast app, whatever you listen to. Find The Benny Show. Subscribe. should be very easy. Pretty little icon of me doing this. And I, I'm pointing at the logo. Like the page, a social media account that you're watching this on. They're taking away our notifications. It's too close to the midterms. Can't send out notifications that we're live again. But ladies and gentlemen, we are pushing through it. Be the notification and share this show. Share this program. Like the content. Like the page. And let's go save America. My name is Benny Johnson, and this has been The Benny Show.